0: We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll can. write it and we'll do it live! All right. Fucking thing sucks! Yeah.
1: Alright, so we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna call it Fuck It, We'll Do It Live. And we're just not gonna edit any of this. We're gonna just shoot the shit about whatever's been bugging us this week. Yeah, so I have it. with me tonight, I'm Mike from Turn to he him. And I got Nick, he him, from the Intervention Podcast, and Brandon, he him, from Cars and Comrades. How's it going, you guys? What's up, man? Pretty good. Cool, cool. So uh, let's get, just get right into it. Nick, you wanna start streaming this video? The first thing, so everybody's just gonna bring something that's like been bugging them for the week. That's the only idea I had behind this. And it's gonna be just like a loose format. We're gonna shoot the shit and just like rage out about some stuff. So let's, we're gonna watch a, an Andrew Tate video since this guy is really hot right
0: now. Yay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ...selfish person. That's all they're trying to do is convince you and teach you to be extremely selfish. Let mm. me tell you something. Depression is not real. Feeling depressed.
1: All right, I apologize. So you
2: There's can difference. feel, you can feel depressed.
1: So just right off the bat, he's saying like, they're trying to convince you to be an extremely selfish person. Like, that kind of stuck out to me because it's like, that's actually true. Like, whoever the they is, like, of course, people who have no class analysis or no material analysis have to find a shadowy they. And I can only imagine if you tried to drill down who he would say the they is. It would probably be some form of you know, bankers, as we know. But um, right. I think that that is a funny way to like, again, avoid criticizing capitalism, but still make a anti-capitalist criticism. But then the whole depression is not real. Again, it's like this whole, this guy's entire thing, just like Jordan Peterson or all these grifters will be that they sort of stumble on class analysis, but always weasel out of it because they can't actually criticize capitalism. So this whole depression thing isn't real. It's like, I would agree that like most people probably aren't depressed. They just live in a society that they are not adjusted to because it's an unnatural society. But unless you guys have anything, you can keep playing it.
0: No, I mean, I just wanted to add that like in everything I've seen of this guy to that point of actually like actually getting at a true root of any problem, he individualizes everything. It's all Mm -hmm. about what I do my life or your life or my advice for you young young man to go out and get laid because you're too quote unquote depressed to be able to do it right like but it's all all of his solutions are just still down to like this individual framework right which again is just an inherent problem of this whole fucking society as it is so not to mention his point out that
3: uh, I saw this pictures of this guy three or four times before I realized
1: it wasn't Pitbull yeah dude I thought that's (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah. I was going to say not to mention his like raging emotional insecurity and just like total immaturity that he uses like sort of charisma and his career to to justify and kind of weasel out of. But uh, go ahead and play it if you want. Cool.
2: But you feel depressed and that is a natural biological evolutionary trigger for you to change something in your life. That's that's your own mind telling you you're unhappy about X. If I went to jail today, I'd be depressed because I'm in jail. Right. I haven't caught depressed. That's a material condition, bud. Yeah. I'm just upset with my situation. Yep. I have people messing all the time. I'm fat and I can't get a girlfriend because I'm depressed. I'm like, no, pancake lover. <laughs> you're depressed because you're fat and you can't get a girlfriend. <laughs> Do you understand? No matter what, the worst thing that could possibly happen to me on earth. Can you pause it for a second.
1: Do you guys know where this guy's from? Hell, He's got, like, a weird thing. Like, when I heard him talk, I'm like, this guy sounds like he's from Baltimore or something. But then he does the weird thing where he has, like, his English T's where instead of, like, doing a T, he just, like, stops. And it's, like, it, it's a weird thing. So I, I got to look up and see what this guy's from. But I also, I'm not going to get into it right now because he gets it a lot worse on it later. But just the, the whole, like you said, individualizing where he's like, oh, you, you're fat and you can't get a girlfriend. It's like, well... He, he's going to, like I said, he'll get into it later. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: Cover, and I will not become depressed because I don't believe in depression. If you're in an old haunted house, haunted house, right? You have two people in two haunted houses. One believes in ghosts and one doesn't. You hear some noise in the night. The wind blows, right? The man who believes in ghosts is like, oh, no, a ghost. Now, he's scared, right? He wants an exorcist. He he can't sleep. He's scared about ghosts. He's paranoid. The guy who doesn't believe in ghosts goes, wind, whatever, and goes back to sleep. Do you understand that it's the belief that gives it power, right? If you don't believe in ghosts, the ghosts can't hurt you. If you don't believe in depression, (laughs) you
0: can't become <laughs> okay, well, if, if okay, so if I don't believe I'm poor, so being poor can't houses. fucking hurt me all right s- sorry, sorry Brandon.
3: <laughs> if he's saying if he says that they're in like creepy old houses, they make a lot of noise but if if we're sticking with the claim that they're in haunted houses, then the person that he's being dismissive of is the one that is correct
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this whole like you cannot apply that at all, like. I love when people have to remove it because it doesn't make any sense. Like what you just stop believing that you were depressed
0: and then you all of a sudden are happy again. It doesn't work that way. Like, right. It's like, you know, he's talking about being fat or whatever. Right. Like I don't believe like it just doesn't work like that in reality. Like what he's saying is make, makes no sense at all in any context. Uh, what a dummy. How does this guy have millions of followers now? And like, where did he even come from? Like, this is like a pretty recent phenomenon, isn't
1: it? From what I understand, he was a UFC fighter or is a UFC fighter. And that's how he got like an initial platform and then started just speaking a lot. And this is the kind of thing, like if you have a even semi-coherent or consistent message, even if that message is God awful, even if it's like literally you're just a shitty person, if you're semi-consistent about it and you just say the same misogynistic things all the time, you will gain a following because there's a whole bunch of disaffected men who are really alienated under capitalism. And they are looking for somebody to tell them, someone to tell them exactly what they want to hear. You know what I mean? They want to hear that like, no, actually it's good for you to be like a total asshole to every girl you meet. And then weed out all the ones who can't tolerate that. And then only keep like a whole bunch of like, I don't know, like emotionally fragile girls who, you know, I guess like being treated badly. You know what I mean? Who also are suffering under capitalism and have their own traumas to deal with. It's like, this is creating like, just fucking go to therapy. You guys just go to therapy. Gotta play the video? Yeah. Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, I was just, the only thing I'll say is like, I would like to see like the Venn diagram of Jordan oh, Peterson yeah. and Andrew Tate listeners, because I bet you the overlapping section is enormous. Well, the whole reason they even thought to do this this week was
1: that tweet that said, Andrew Tate is just Jordan Peterson for guys who can't read. Cause that's, perfect. that's <laughs> a, a perfect right. encapsulation.
2: <laughs> Something that's going to weaken me. Why would I believe in something that's going to weaken my ability to deal with problems in life? Why would I do that? I'm temporarily immortal. Do you understand? What does that mean? (laughs) I'm temporarily immortal. And I'm not going to waste my living years believing in things which take power from me. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not an idiot. Uh, Real men cry. And if women can cry, men can cry too. There's nothing wrong with it. And there absolutely is something wrong with it. And I'll explain to you why. Life as a man is far more difficult than life as a woman. And one of the key components of man sure, always has been and always will be. We have the ability to control ourselves and not act emotionally. Females not are more act- emotionally driven what is that emotionally accent, impulsive dude? than a good man. Yeah, I have no idea. Saying that, his I felt whole like trying, so aspectation I tried is actually like, is really is off to theory. me.
0: It's weird,
3: right? It's on, like the Uncanny Valley kind of thing. Maybe his accent's gotten all fucked up from living in Eastern Europe now. Because you know that's the case, right? No, I don't. Oh, you don't know about him evading sex trafficking charges by moving to Eastern Europe?
0: No. Yeah. I mean, he literally said he went to Eastern Europe because I think the definition of rape or what they consider rape is like a little bit more lax over there.
3: Uh, I've only seen one video of him before this, and I think it's the one that you saw because he said that, that like, yeah, something like that. And also, uh that they're a little bit less inclined to go after you for it yeah, so he he basically admitted in a in a single like thirty second stretch that uh he moved there because he could get away with sexual assault and rape, and i th- I think he actually has pending charges in the u s That's what somebody told me. I don't know if that's true, I haven't fact checked that, but yeah. uh Somebody told me he has sex trafficking charges pending in the U.S. Jesus um, Christ. Also, in that same interview, he he said something about how it's OK to hit women. Like, yeah. I don't remember the quote, but like, regardless of context, it was very clearly like sometimes you got to hit women. Yeah, and I mean, just, are you surprised at all.
0: Like, listen to this guy. Like, yeah. And just keep in mind that the title of this video is Andrew Tate Advice for men. All capitals compilation fire emoji. Right. (laughs) So this is the guy (laughs) with the best advice for men. (sighs) Jesus. Yeah, I can't figure it out because his accent sounds different in this video than 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 it did in the previous one. It's like he's like putting the English on a little bit harder. I don't know.
1: It's weird.
2: He's saying, well, I felt like smashing his face in. So I smashed his face in. This makes me a real man. No. The hallmark of a real man is controlling himself, controlling his emotions, and acting appropriately, regardless of how he feels. And throughout human history, this is exactly how men had to live their lives. Do you think that the teenagers storming the beaches of Normandy felt like crying? Of course they did. But they also knew that that wasn't the correct thing for them to do. They had a duty to commit to, they had honor, and they did what they were supposed to do, regardless of how they felt. That is the mark of a man. Weakness, an absolute... Submission to your feelings are not the hallmarks of men. It's not the way society has ever been built. It's never been built off the backs of men who were crying their you eyes out it. because they felt like crying.
1: That is literally just toxic masculinity defined. It's like men imposing standards on other men and then complaining that they are oppressed, and which is ironic because a lot of dudes will make fun of women, like the misogynistic dudes would be like, "Oh, it's only women who notice when women wear the same thing twice or whatever." It's like. I don't know. They're literally just doing the thing that they, they're making an oppressive system and then claiming that they are the victims of it. I don't know. You can express emotions all you want. It's just like, yeah, you do have to kind of control yourself in a polite society. You can't just go around like raging out or sobbing all the time. But uh, everyone has to do that. Not just men. Women can't do that shit either. Like you have to be publicly appropriate. I'm sorry. That's just, we live in a society. Also, a
3: hundred percent, there were teenagers on the beaches of Normandy fucking sobbing their eyes out. Because oh shit, it's it's okay to be afraid in situations like
0: that. Jesus Christ! Right. I also like that he's you know making this broad statement about like the anthropology of men throughout history, right? And the most recent example is a falsification of, like you said, Brandon, of like what Normandy was actually like, right? Like this is the, this is the oldest example he can give of when he's saying, oh, this is how men have been forever, right? It's like, don't you think you'd want to dig a little bit deeper if you're like a little bit further back, if you're going to want to make a statement like that?
3: Yeah. If, if I can derail us ever so slightly, um, born in Chicago, raised in uh, Lutton or Luton, England. Yeah,
1: so, that means it then.
3: Yeah, weird. But man, if he was raised there, shouldn't he have a more distinct accent? I think maybe this guy is, is af- afraid of who he is as a person. Maybe <laughs> he is the one who really needs to... do. people who w- want to tell you how to live are usually the people who are trying really hard to figure it out. And I see that in him. Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: Do you know what we do for uh, for fun here, Brandon? <laughs> Uh, shit shit on other people well yeah that too but, yeah i mean that is what i noticed about this guy he just comes off incredibly incredibly yeah. insecure like especially when we get to the parts where he talks about relationships but we'll we'll talk
0: we'll get Yeah, it. like thou doth protest too much right mm-hmm. like, fuck. <laughs> he,
3: he seems like somebody who started fighting because he had something to prove well i mean he exudes that from every pore but it doesn't seem like he's really proven anything to
0: himself he's He's the kind of guy that probably puts a lot of stock into dick size, and he's got a tiny dick. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the only kind of men who advocate crying are the kind of men who do not have enough self-control to prevent themselves from crying. Because we're all human. There's times in your life, that as a man, you're going to feel like crying. It's going to happen. But what you're supposed to do is not cry. Because this is a test in mental fortitude, and there is no physical fortitude, there's no financial fortitude, there's no other type of fortitude without mental fortitude. So when you feel like crying, you ensure you do not cry, and you act appropriately as a man should. Yeah, the men who say no,
3: succumb... No, they they no, no. <laughs> Nobody who is comfortable with themselves is struggling to hide their accent that yeah. fucking hard. You know what it it I like to do Like every 10th word, and it's just now that you have pointed it out <laughs> to me and I've heard it, I can't
1: stop and I'm fucking mad about it. Just uh, when you get emotions, just bottle them up, push them down, and hide them. You just want to not think about them. That's like the healthiest way to respond to any of those things. You know, have you I'm sure you guys are familiar. The stereotype about like people on the left like not having fathers at all or just like having bad relationships with their dads, it's like Why doesn't anybody talk about the stereotype of people on the right having bad relationships with their moms? Because these people, like these guys who are toxically masculine, they always come off to me like they just literally have childhood trauma, maybe from their mom or maybe from both parents that they are not dealing with and they just are emotionally stunted and they literally cannot deal with the fact that they have feelings and they can't express them in any kind of healthy way. It's just crazy.
3: Uh, Wild thought here. Um, I had a kind of rough relationship with my mom. And I had a lot of issues when I was younger and I like did do some therapy and I'm on medication now and I grew the fuck up and I didn't start taking it out on all of the people around me. Because that's all this, this, this idea of masculinity is, is all projection and domination.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you put it that way because you nailed it, like, especially when we get to relationship stuff like, what, Brandon, you don't approach every relationship like it's a combat like it's literally like a ufc fight that's that's weird why would you why wouldn't you do that yeah i mean go ahead
2: ahead.
0: no i was just gonna say and like you know we talked about him earlier moving to you know eastern europe and i don't know it just makes me think of like and this is really broad but The relationship between the western world and everywhere else and i think eastern europe's on that borderline where it's sometimes like the global south and sometimes it's not right but it makes me think of that whole concept of orientalism right and he's going to you know fucking rape exotic women and it just the way you said like domination and like dominating people like that is so wrapped up into this guy's entire mindset and outlook on life right and he's just a product of this shitty shitty system in a lot of ways
3: If, if I'm doing like a, 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 an armchair diagnosis of this dude, I have watched less than one minute cumulatively of him speaking, but I cannot see past the fact that like he seems to have no real sense of control in his life. So he yeah, he, he does the domination fighting is, is he can prove something to himself if he can prove that he can assert his dominance over other fighters. Uh, he wants to assert dominance over every woman in his life, uh, even the like the nature of what these videos are like. Advice for men. It's he's he's trying to show that he's the alpha. He's in control of himself, and you need to be like, ah, dude. It's so much stuff to prove. This guy is just an onion of <laughs> fucking. Um, he is a mess. But but he won't cry. So at least he's got that going for him
2: gameplay, play it nick. Instantly to your emotions are the kind of people who have no self-control. And let me tell you something about men who have no self-control. Men who live without self-control are the kind of men who cry when their girlfriend cheats on them, because she certainly does, because she doesn't respect the little crybaby, and she's only with you because she's ugly as fuck and she has to settle for a little soy boy pussy like you. And these guys sitting there, what the cry is drag you down to their level. They look at people like me and I say, Ross. And that's a big G. He's out there, he's fucking women, he's got his Lambo, he's a multi-millionaire, self-made, six, five, six foot four, four times kickboxing world champion, chess genius. I don't like oh,
0: chess genius, like. too. He's kicking <laughs> chess.
2: You need to cry more.
0: He's going to that. drag
2: me down to his level, so I can be a little crybaby like him. And he wants everyone else who reads his tweets to be a crybaby, too, because the more little weaklings he can create, the less bad he'll feel about himself. No man... Wants to be a little crybaby if they're honest with themselves, and no woman certainly wants to fuck a little crybaby. So don't listen to the advice of people who are living lives you wouldn't want to live.
0: Yeah, because women like love emotionally stunted men, right? That are totally unavailable. That's what women want.
3: I want to go back because we were just talking about like mommy issues or daddy issues. Let's, I want to dissect something that you just joked about the, the chess master thing. I when I read up to where he was from, one of the th- things that I saw was that his his dad is someone named Emery Tate, who is an international chess master. So what is he? What is he projecting there? With that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he just he just definitely dipped his toes into some daddy issues right there.
1: That's a good I think, catch. <laughs> I think a big thing that he uh, kind of touched on again. He'll get on later when he starts talking even more about relationships. But it's just like this whole thing of like this paranoia that your girlfriend is going to cheat on you. And then all the contortions that these guys bend themselves in to prevent that from happening. And it's like, maybe just be like a nice guy. And I don't mean like a nice guy, like trademark nice guy, like those guys, but I mean like an actual good person in your relationship, make them yeah. happy. And you know, maybe people won't want to cheat on you and you don't have to treat it like a competition or also just be like a nice enough person that even if you were to get cheated on, then you just, move on with your life you just don't maybe don't hinge your entire self-worth and your self-esteem on your relationship status like if you have somebody to be with it's just like i don't know i mean i think you guys are probably both in committed relationships if like if i got cheated on it would be a major upheaval but i I would probably just be single for a while and then i'm sure i'd find somebody eventually i don't i'm not worried that i'm going to die alone but this guy has major worried about dying alone vibes like
0: That's the thing. And like you said, like, oh, like, you know, that the meme of like the nice guy, but you know, there is something to be said about like actually having a good relationship and being emotionally available for somebody and like actually being able to talk to somebody on that level, right? Without like being like, oh, I don't cry. I can't talk about things like this. Right. And it's amazing. Like, you know, you don't have to go out and do these shitty things to women. You can find somebody that actually cares if you're like that with them. If you're a true human fucking being.
3: Well, imagine having a partner like him that is so closed off and can't feel anything like the only he could only have a relationship on the absolute most superficial level possible right like yeah, yeah. M- mutual attraction and they somehow find him tolerable to be around and that that that's it cuz he can't open up about anything like he's 100% con- in control of everything all the time so there's there's no conflict in his life to discuss. Nothing, just, nope, I'm in, I'm in control. I'm, I'm the boss of everything. Allegedly. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> What's actually interesting is, I always use this analogy, if you could build yourself from the ground up, if you could literally just, like from a video game, just tick characteristic boxes and build yourself, nobody would choose to be a liberal soy boy. Nobody would choose to be a small, weak guy who has to cry when he gets upset.
3: Did you
0: have something, Brandon?
3: No, I'm just like, yeah, oh, I would, I would I thought, way, I thought... way rather be that than you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm the epitome of soy boy, man. I'm, I, I've been vegan for 20 fucking years. Hey, congrats. I don't know. Yeah. Well, not 19 coming up on 20.
1: At the same so, time, enough. I did want to say that, like, his thing about how nobody wants to be with like a crybaby or whiner. It's like, that's true to a degree. Like, I don't think anybody wants to be with someone who is whining and crying and just like, you know, a downer to be around all the time. But I think that like, cause there is something to be said for just being an adult, whether you're male or female or non-binary or anything to, to being someone who can take care of their shit, to being yeah. someone who can like react well in a, in a situation that is stressful or whatever. It's like, but that literally has nothing to do with your gender like, and it shouldn't. And it's like, you're trying to claim all these things as masculine features when it's like, that is inherently kind of misogynist because you're, again, assuming that other people can't be competent, can't be like, uh, can't think on their feet. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. yeah,
0: it's annoying to me. I mean, he's painting this like Manichaean world where there's either like this, like hard ass, you know, stoic dude, or you're a crybaby soy boy. Right. Implying that there's like, no like middle uh, ground yes, or nuance understand. in between right
1: why can't i be like a soy boy two nights a week let me be a little bit soy
3: <laughs> <laughs> no just soy boy 20 years running and i made that shit hard <laughs> <laughs> one time i told oh sorry no go ahead man oh it's just dumb dumb anecdote i i uh At my last job that I I held for a good long while, I waited six months before I let anyone there know that I was vegan, uh, just so I didn't have to hear shit about it. Yeah. And then when it finally came out, one of the guy's responses was, uh, and you know, if anyone's listening, like they can't tell what I look like, but his response looking at me was, dude, I assumed you would eat raw meat. Yeah. Brandon looks like a hell's angel. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually that works for uh, spot on. I've I've been at motorcycle rallies and done the three three beers deep defending Stalin things. <laughs> hell yeah,
1: hell yeah. It went over real well.
2: When they get that application form from God saying build yourself for your next life, would tick, tall, strong, smart, mentally tough, doesn't cry, gets pussy, rich. We, they ta- they take all the things. Please God, give me pussy. Bad. All so of the sense I have, everything that I am, they tell me is bad. But if they had the choice to have these things instantly, they would sign up. And the reason they don't have these things is because all of these things come with hard work. To be physically strong, you have to work out. That's difficult. To be financially independent, you have to be smart. That's difficult. So they don't have these things because they're hard for them to acquire, but they're very easy for them to acquire. They'd have them all. Nobody wants to be a crybaby. The mark of being a real man is not being a crybaby. The mark of a real man Is walking down the street five guys with knives coming up to try and rape your girlfriend and you look at in the face and saying fuck you it's not crumbling into a ball crying your eyes out and say i have emotions too i
1: just want to say real quick his whole little list that he gave of like qualifications for being able to get pussy it's like being in shape having a bunch of money um whatever else he listed it's like you could be out of shape you could be broke you could be a bunch of things that are stereotypically unattractive and if you just are like charismatic if you're just like cool and funny you funny. can definitely you can absolutely still get pussy and you can have like any combination of like good features like that like you could have some money and then not have any of those other things but then you're going to get like some really insincere relationships it's like this guy only gets away with being so shitty because he has a bunch of money and success and he's like a UFC fighter he would not be able to like treat women this way if he like worked at a bank and that's the problem with these guys is that they are influencing dudes who work at banks and mm-hmm. then they go out in the world and I think that they can act like this guy. And then they're surprised when it doesn't
0: work out well for them and their life yeah. doesn't turn out so well. Like, when they get their shit kicked in in the street. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you're right. It's like the same thing. It's like the guy, all the guys that worked at like the fucking hedge funds watching the Wolf of Wall Street. Right. And they mm-hmm. think, oh, I'm him. Right. Like, no, you're not. He's not even him. <laughs> He's, He's not. not e- one exactly. One. He's not
3: even him. This is a fucking movie. I don't worry about the hedge fund managers because if you're managing a hedge fund, dude, you get the wall. Anyway, I'm worried about the the yeah. fucking 13 and 14 year olds who are like, I don't want to like go too deep into like some weird philosophical shit that I've been trying to like learn about this week. But like, yeah, uh, th- this guy's dangerous in terms of how he's, if, if someone's 13 or 14 and, and they're, just maturing to the point where they're having relationships and they're learning anything from him and think that this is in any way normal or acceptable behavior. Like if they don't have appropriate role models and such to say like, no, this is wildly not okay. Then this guy is going to fuck some kids up.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, I think this guy is, like, too dumb to really have, like, a, you know, any rock solid kind of coherent political ideology. No, He's not dumb. But, he just said he's smart. Weren't you listening? <laughs> but, like, to your point about, like, this is the kind of shit that, like, leads people to the alt-right, right? Like, I mean, he's he's talking about, like, these are the kind of people, the people that would listen to him are the kind of people that, like, the alt-right would actually, like get onto because they say hey we need to go back to this like traditional society where like women are submissive right like you should have all these things and these are the problems and they totally fucking miss the mark in terms of what actually like are at the root of society's problems right but like you're right he is dangerous for that like disaffected 13 14 year old i don't even
3: know how disaffected you would need to be for this guy to be a terrible influence because People can just be really impressionable with that age.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's true too.
2: That just makes you a Guys come to me and they go, Well, how should I act? Like like when, when I've got act. guys who I train, well, how should I act? And I say, Why are you acting? B, You're like, no. You have to act a certain way when a woman disrespects you. If a woman disrespects me, I haven't got to act shit because I'm pissed off for real. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. never talk to her again for real. Like, there's no act. <laughs> like, when mm-hmm. you talk to me like I'm a dickhead, fine, I'll never reply to you again. And then she'll, then she'll, then she'll lose her mind because she, she's never had a guy ignore her. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, it's not an act. They're coming along what do I do here? What do I do there? You need to become the kind of person who doesn't take disrespect from females. Why are you going to take disrespect from people? Why mm-hmm. are you going to have a woman live in your house? And if someone breaks into the house, you have to go downstairs and face, face an attacker who could have a fucking machine gun. You have to go down there as a man to protect her. But when you ask her for a cup of coffee, she's going to give you attitude. And you're gonna accept that shit. You're gonna sit there and go, oh, well, you know, she's had a long day. I don't give a fuck how long your day is. If I asked for coffee, I pay for this house. I'll yep. risk my life to keep you alive. If you don't wanna make me a cup of coffee, that's perfectly fine. Pack a fucking bag, mm-hmm. get out. I've had that exact situation happen to me and girls go to me, you're fucking crazy, you're crazy. I'm like, bitch, get the fuck out. You're mm-hmm. crazy, you're, you're the most crazy and they'll leave and then they'll be texting me for fucking months. The crazy mm-hmm. man, then they want yeah, the they crazy man back. And they want the crazy you know, bag. yeah. Crazy man. Oh. I'm like,
1: I believe it. Do you guys believe that?
3: Yes, I, I do, it. for specific reasons. Um, do, you, do either of you know about the, the clinical research that was done where they basically established like why gambling is so addictive? Because if it's a randomized reward, um, you come back for it more often. Uh, so if you're in a reward system, and they did this with rats initially, uh, if you set it up so that they hit a button and they get a treat, they eventually lose interest, they get full or whatever. If you teach them to do it so that every five times they hit the button, they get a treat, they get bored with it, whatever. If you randomize it so that one time it's after five, one time it's after 10, one time it's a hundred times that they have to hit the button. It becomes addictive because it taps into a. And addictive might be not, not be the perfectly like spot on word, but it draws you in and keeps you engaged. And that same sort of thing applies to abusive behavior. When you have a partner who treats you like shit all the time, you uh, eventually there's going to be a time where they're nice to you, or they're going to do something that is that reward, and it it does draw people in. That, like I've I've been in this situation, and I've seen a lot of other people do it, where you stay because there's a reward and the reward seemingly wipes everything else in the past away. And even when you become aware that it's that's happening, it's still a really difficult thing to overcome. It's, it's like knowing you have an addiction and then quitting is knowing you have an addiction is, is not hard to recognize, but quitting is hard to do. Uh, That same psychological mechanism applies in abusive relationships. And it keeps people coming back and it keeps them around. So do I think that his life looks anything like what he just described? Fuck no. But I do Do I believe that he is an abusive enough partner to establish that sort of connection with somebody? So that like once he's cut them out, they are are fiending for that validation that they only get one one every fifty or, or hundred fights. It's entirely Not even just possible, I would say it's entirely likely. This dude Mm -hmm. is
1: very clearly an abusive piece of shit. Yeah, this is just like a... It's almost like a... Literally like a virus for creating trauma and just relationships. Like, he's literally having all these traumatic relationships, traumatizing other people, and then instructing all these traumatized already men to go out and traumatize more women. Like, it's just... It's shit wall to wall. This is terrible. (laughs) It's so bad for everybody.
2: coffee i'll make the coffee i'm sorry i just didn't like the way you said it your tone bitch i talk to you any tone i fucking want to my house hmm. and that's not an act it's not about being an act it's just who i am as a person i'm not a mean person i'm a nice guy but there's yeah. boundaries and limits and i have my view of the world and you comply to my view of the world and you get replaced
3: do you ever have to apologize make amends to women for things you've done or another said? another no,
1: reason I, for I another reason for full communism you can't treat people like this if they don't depend on you for housing, if they don't depend on you for things. It's like, imagine the kind of relationships people would be in if they were literally just doing it voluntarily, if they weren't depending on anyone for anything material.
0: No, it's so fucking crazy. And like, that's such a big part of like everything going on with like the abortion thing. Right. And like the dynamics that like an unwanted pregnancy creates, like within a fucking abusive relationship. Right. Because you've got another tether in that scenario to a douchebag like this right and it's another facet that you know it's just going to affect it's just going to affect this dynamic in all the worst ways
2: apologize because i make mistakes everything i do is conscious so even if i do something you don't like how do you know that how do you know that everything you do is conscious because i know exactly what i'm doing how do you know that Okay, give me an example. Okay, so when I say that, how can well, how can you know that? How do how can any of us know that we're perfectly conscious? uh, There's no way I've done anything in a relationship and was like, "Oops, shouldn't have done that." Ever. After yes, after yes, I did it. Yes, I knew I was going to do it. Yes, that was my intention. Yes, I did it. I'm sorry it's hurt your feelings, but I did it because I wanted to do it. So I'm not going to pretend I didn't want to do it. And and I really do think that in relationships, especially especially with women, because uh, I get this all the time from men, because I, I have a whole bunch of guys who cannot believe, like me and my long-term girlfriends, and they see me posting all these other girls, they're like, surely your girl's your girl sleep with other men too? I'm like, no. Oh, but she sees you cheat. I'm like, so? but Because there's a whole level of cowardice to, to...
0: You're muted, Mike. My bad.
1: I think that's a perfectly healthy relationship dynamic, don't you guys? Where you can never make a mistake like, literally, you never do anything wrong in a relationship. I think that you, that's a very objective adult way to view yourself and your actions, right? You're definitely not just like justifying all your shitty behavior after the fact with some kind of crazy circular logic. That's definitely not what's happening. He's just totally conscious. He's an enlightened being. Like, I've, I, I
3: live in America. I've clearly seen women be dehumanized before, but the level
1: that he takes it to is blowing my fucking mind.
3: I
0: do love,
1: though, he kind of boils it down to the exact epitome of, like, what, like, a really insecure guy wants from their partner is for them to be able to just go out and, you know, have sex with whoever they want. And she will stay at home and be totally faithful to him. And it's like, bro, if you think that that's actually happening, you are at a level of self-delusion that most people will never reach. Like, you think you're living consciously, dude? You, You have no idea. Never made a mistake.
3: Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, made at least one mistake at some point, <laughs> but no, not one. You don't,
1: you don't see women making videos like this, do you? We got go sure to There's got to be like some kind of toxic <laughs> femininity, right? There's gotta be something. Yeah.
3: I'm sure they're out there, but you know, it, that would be the exception. Right.
1: Crazy. Oh my God. If anybody hears this and they know of like, I don't know what's like the female equivalent of like the red pill, like where they're just like
3: yeah. Give us the
0: around. female Andrew Tate. Give us the female Andrew Tate. I want to. <laughs> we want to see that.
3: Well, guys, dude, years ago there was a tweet that went viral. I th- I think it was a tweet or whatever, but it was uh, the all sex is rape kind of thing. Um, I'm I'm sure like that level of of kind of feminism unhinged mm-hmm. is out there, but I mean at least that's like do a material analysis of that. And you can at least sort of see that as someone recoiling in horror from the experiences that they've already had, where you can, even if you don't relate to it and you don't condone it, you you understand that it's coming from a place of fear and trauma, right? As to where this is, is just vile. Yeah, Yeah, the only one coming from a place of fear and trauma, but it manifests in a way that's just so extremely harmful to the world.
0: Yeah, it's heinous. Let's keep listening. Oh.
2: So lying about things. I think that's what annoys women the most. So I'll give an example. If I, if I, if I have a girlfriend and I go on, out on a night out and I fuck some. And then she catches me or finds a text message. And I'm like, oh, I don't know who she is. Oh, no, it wasn't me. It was my friend. Mm-mm. I lie. And then she catches me again. And she knows I definitely did it. Now I've just come across the pussy. But if she goes, what's this? Got drunk, got some girl. Don't remember her name. I'm really sorry about it. If you want to leave, leave. But obviously I love you. She doesn't matter, so it's up to you. Boom. Like her. there's a whole degree of I really believe part of them respects you for that. The part of them are like At least he didn't lie. Like, they respect how honest
1: long- How about just being honest and say that you want a polyamorous relationship and then maybe have like equality? Like maybe just say that you don't want a monogamous relationship and then just be honest about that instead of like saying, Oh, I want monogamy
0: and then just cheating all the time. Like No, because this dude's insecurities would never, never, ever allow that to happen for him, right? Like he could never be with somebody that would willingly go out and have sex with somebody else, right? Because it would destroy him mentally and the way he looks at the whole situation, you know? I hear you, but like this dude in particular, he would never (laughs) do that, you know? (laughs) I will, I will
3: say that, uh, uh, damn it, I lost my train of thought. That's right, we'll pick back up on it.
0: Nice and brutal you are about it so
2: i don't apologize for anything even if i do shit they don't like because i did it on purpose so why am i so sorry so i'm not gonna lie so i know i did it I no
1: i was really a shitty, shitty person, person intentionally
2: yeah <laughs> I, don't rob, I don't rob grandmas i don't steal from nobody i don't hurt nobody i genuinely believe i'm a good person and the world has become so skewed now if you're a man who believes in himself and has and has honor and stands up for what he believes in, you're viewed as bad <laughs> People think i'm a bad person i don't really know why i believe yes. what i believe in i live yes you my do own principles i don't really hurt nobody well like but somehow i'm evil is it painful that people don't see that about you that you're a good man no nope. doesn't bother you no it, it, no it genuinely doesn't bother me i i so a lot of people Seems like don't it might don't care what other people think and that's a lie everyone cares what
1: you know to bring it back to just vulgar capitalism again, it's like, you notice how he says, I don't go around stealing. I don't go around robbing grandmas. I don't go around like hurting anyone. It's like, no, you're going around inflicting emotional trauma on everyone you're in a relationship with at any level. But because you're not taking money from them, now you're just moral. It's funny how that kind of weird system of values works in this society. It's like, yeah, you can just not rob people. It doesn't matter if you're like literally going around emotionally hurting everyone that you're dealing with. And then also- Not this to whole mention thing the where...
3: fact that I have seen him Say that it I wish I could uh knew the exact quote so that I could contextualize it better, but he he has advocated hitting women now it wasn't i don't i don't think it was an admission that he had done that, but it's obviously that if he's saying that that's an okay thing to do, and mm-hmm. I don't know how you get from uh it's okay to hit women to i would never hurt anyone like you're you're literally n- just make r- like saying a list of things that you do that hurt people and you admit to like all sorts of violence assault, but somehow you get back to, I'm a good person that never hurts anyone.
0: That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Mike, like you said, like the manifestation of like the preeminence of private property rights versus, you know, just your own like human rights and your, you know, rights to, you know, not be subjected to literally physical violence in this case. Mm, it's okay with him right yeah (laughs) but also real quick like you said earlier nick him
1: protesting too much it's like yeah i always know that i'm a good person because i'm going on youtube telling everyone how people don't think that i'm a good person it's like yeah and you know that i really don't care because i keep going on youtube videos saying how much i don't care
0: i mean i don't know who this interviewer is but it seems like he's almost like fucking with him a little bit kind of right Right, I'll have to look this up later. But the guy just seems kind of like believe that because I was thinking about
3: that as I watched it, and I I can't tell if he's antagonizing him, but like very discreetly, (laughs) or if he's just on like because he's giving this guy a platform to speak. So I'm inclined to think that at the very least, he somewhat agrees.
1: Well, the fact that it got like this interview made it into the advice compilation is kind of strange to me. On like, yeah. It's like it's on his own YouTube channel, so he must think highly of this clip, and he must not either realize that this dude is, like, kind of fucking with him, because I, mean, I just kind of have to see the video. Like, the interviewer just has this wry look on his face, and I, just from this, watching it, it just seems to me that the interviewer is smarter than Andrew Tate and knows exactly what Andrew Tate is doing, which is just going on display with all his baggage for everyone to see, and it's just like, the interviewer's like, really? So you just think you're... Fully conscious. You're just the the Buddhist. You're the monk right there. You, you're you're the Zen monk. Yeah.
2: That people think. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't brush your hair. You wouldn't wear clothes. You wouldn't. You would nothing. Like if you really didn't care what other people think, your whole your whole life would be a fuck. So we all want to have some kind of social standing. I want, and I've always wanted people to see me as successful and intelligent, and and I have now reached a point where those two things are impossible to deny. If you anything else you think about beyond beyond those things, I don't care. Oh yeah, he's smart and he's rich, but as soon as you say but, I don't give a. I've done my job. Most niceness is complete garbage. I actually
1: state. think he's a smart guy. I'll be honest. The like I think. This, a nice. I think the Andrew Tate is an inherently intelligent guy. That doesn't mean he's a well-read guy. That doesn't mean he's actually like looked into anything to back up his opinions or to base them on. You know what I mean? Because that's the whole thing. It's like. I've been harping on it a lot lately, but there are so many people, particularly in America who have very strong opinions based on absolutely nothing based on literally just passive, passive absorption of media and headlines their entire lives that they have never once bothered to investigate even the slightest bit. And that's what this guy is. He's just like, this guy is not a reader. This guy is, and it's not even that you have to read, like you can consume any medium. You can literally find stuff on YouTube videos. If that's your thing, if that's the way you prefer to consume it. But like, There's a big difference between like pop psychology stuff or like pop history and like just like the mainstream, like watered down kind of, uh, I guess you would call it like, I don't know, really just slick presentations of everything that leave out all the details or nuance of anything. And you can tell that that's what this guy is consuming. And that's why everything is just kind of a a regurgitation of, I don't know, just like a Western general kind of selfish mindset. What you got, Brandon?
3: And and like a, a sort of philosophical sense, I've had the conversation a lot with various people over the years, and it applies really intensely here of what is intelligence, because I've known people who could recite facts to you. I I, I met a libertarian guy last year on, on a crew I was working on that he had like a, a, an almost photographic memory. He would watch like these documentaries. And retain everything and he did not know what the fuck to do with any of that information that he absorbed. He had no uh like process, no analysis, no critique. It's just I saw this thing, they cited ten facts, I now know ten facts. I'm yeah. not gonna check to see if they're true, I'm not gonna see if they were uh present. I am not going to pursue any of this information further. I just now know ten facts.
0: But you can't and- critically apply those facts. Yeah.
3: And he he would just, he loved to tell people like the things that he knew. And like, yeah, I'm exaggerating somewhat. Like he would uh, usually find ways to make them fit within his narrative. But I, at no point would I ever consider this guy an intelligent guy. And I personally, I, I think it ultimately comes down to critical thinking skills. And so that's what I'm thinking here, because one thing I will not take away from Andrew Tate he has, uh, I don't want to use the word charisma necessarily, but there is something about the way he speaks that holds your attention. Uh, I, uh, You did you want to say something?
0: No, it's just that, what you just said, the way he speaks, and then also like, I guess the context in which, which he could be considered, quote unquote, smart. I don't know, maybe this is off, but it almost reminds me of like the way Trump is smart. And it's more that, like, he's got a primal instinct to kind of glom onto to certain things, and he's also aware of, like, what advances what he's trying to present, right? I don't know if it's exactly the same, but, like, a primal instinct for, like, being in a certain situation and saying the things that he knows are associated with him and that are going to advance, like, what he's trying to present, you know? Because I do think, like, Trump, in a way, is, is good at that, right? I don't think he's necessarily... A, you know classically wise or intelligent but he's smart at dealing with certain situations right and there i guess i'm getting a little bit are of that not
1: intelligence
0: right yeah it is a weird social skill
1: like i get the impression that if you were to try to talk to this guy about anything he would just shout over you and like people would feel like he got his points across better just because they wouldn't just talk and that's what like people like this do like you can be very confident in your completely uninformed opinions based on nothing. And it will convince a lot of people. And I think that's the problem that a lot of them run into. Like, I think Andrew Tate's fans, just like Trump's fans, run into people in their daily lives or online who are smarter than them and aren't falling for the same propaganda as they are because they're not dumb. And then when these people try to repeat it, it doesn't come off as well as when this guy does it because they don't have his mannerisms. They don't have that skill that this guy has. And it's like, yeah, these guys just stay frustrated.
3: Well a thing that I've become acutely aware of because I just started editing our show is how much I fumble over my words, how much I say like or uh I pause. Um, Mike, you're much more well spoken than I am, but you still do it every now and then. The instances of him using like placeholder words or fumbling over himself when he speaks is is nearly fucking non existent. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm I'm forced to like because he doesn't have any genuinely intelligent takes. <laughs> no, not one dude. Um I- I- any any critical analysis at all, even a little bit, any of his arguments would fall apart. He has no internal dialogue that says I should think twice about this. But he can articulate what he thinks and what he feels
0: perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. In so much if- as he even knows what he thinks or feels. Right. But if you tried to challenge him, he'd be like your crybaby pussy, like fuck off. And that would, <laughs> that, would, would be, an awesome that would be that would be the extent of problem.
1: it. I guarantee, yeah. Every argument would be he'd have to break it down to the individual level. And it would come down to, well, I'm a UFC fighter, people know me, I've got money. You know, because the whole thing is like, oh, I don't care what people think about me. As he says, Well, of course, people I care what people think about me. That's why I wear clothes, and that's why he's like sitting in a super nice house recording this video, but yeah. Since, you know I you was mentioned just the
3: a... UFC thing. I, I looked that up too. He has one professional fight and one amateur fight. Oh Jesus! I thought he was like a
1: famous dude.
3: Unless his Wikipedia article, which I'm sure he edits closely and would not allow to speak a falsehood, has him listed as having one professional and one amateur fight, both wins, but uh, hardly enough to validate him as a fighter.
0: Yeah. But now he now he's just because I was reading about him before this, and now he's just getting into the the celebrity aspect of it right like i think the whole thing is like he's gonna fight one of i don't know one of those stupid fucking paul brothers or something like that so it's just falling into that vein right exactly exactly well let's see if we can get to these last four minutes in the
1: 15 minutes we have left on our recorded time yeah
2: person i see a snake you can find me a person who's nice to everyone oh hi oh hi oh hi i just i don't you, you know they're full of shit they don't like everybody Nobody likes everybody, you know? So there's a the degree of integrity and honesty. Hey, maybe
1: he has one good take.
2: Me being disliked. <laughs> that means the people who do like me, at least sit there and go, you know what, Tate? Like Trump. says what he means. He means what he says. So I don't want to be viewed as nice because that's a whole bunch of garbage. Anyways, so I don't give a fuck if you don't think I'm nice. I know I'm a good person. He succeeded I there. I don't go out of my way to harm anyone. I know I've got a good heart. I know I've done well with the people around me. I've never robbed, stolen, never done any of those things. So um, yeah, and if that translates across good because it's true, so it should. Don't sit there and like go back to my book and go, what did I write about that? Exactly. It's really who you that. are. Yeah. And, and, and that's the, the thing, it has to become who you are. Because if it's not mm-hmm. who you are, you can only fake for so long until someone calls your bluff and you get checked. If right. you fake that you don't give a shit, and then she walks out the door and you actually give a shit, game's up.
0: And yeah. it doesn't matter
2: yeah. how good you are with women. I've had women who I've told the to fuck off and they've never texted me again and I've lost them. Mm-hmm. You gotta be prepared to lose to win. That's you know, wise. like, I, I use chess a lot because I'm a chess Spending player. Chess. Plates. Yep. An There's the chess again. guys come to me and they tell me their sob story by email. And they're like, what should I do? I'm like, leave her. Like, oh, but I love her. I was like, in the situation you're in, the only chance you have of victory is a, such a, it's like a What's... queen sacrifice.
0: Wait, a All right, so victory, right? Like, <laughs> Jesus you, Christ. It's right a zero-sum or... game of, like, me winning, of, of me winning and dominating a woman. That's it.
3: The last thing he said was it's it's like sacrificing your queen.
1: <laughs> that's a very healthy way to view relationships. I think you should view them as competitions that you have to win every single day. I think that's exactly how you want to go through your life. I think you have to be competing with your partner rather than like trying to build a relationship or a life together. <laughs> right. That's exactly what you should be doing is competing with each other. That's not stressful at all. I don't imagine why anybody would, would not want to do that. But like it's just so fucking toxic to me. And like this guy, absolutely, you can tell was a pickup artist. He was definitely into the pickup artist shit.
0: Like, can you imagine this dude being in like a relationship or a scenario where like his partner made more money than him? It yeah, would it would fry it, it. He wouldn't be able to do it. Like he couldn't look at it and say, hey, like this is good for us together because like you said, like we can build something good together and we're in this together. It would just like he would feel totally totally emasculated.
3: Okay, um, do do we think that he feels that the way that he lives or claims to live is actually the way that all men should live? Do you imagine? Because, like, uh, he, he, the way he answers uh, some of the, oh, I got this email kind of uh, questions, like, it kind of uh, isn't super clear to me, but, like, just mathematically on its face, if you think all men should fuck every woman that they want to, but you don't think that women should fuck any more than the one person they're fucking with mathematically that does not work out
1: well that's where we come in that's where our soy boys come in like we have to exist as placeholder soy boys and then these guys just fuck all our women for us like i don't know about you guys but like i haven't been having sex in my relationship
0: ever it's all just been this dude he's been coming over and i guess that's how the master race gets created <laughs> there <you> go, bro. <laughs> 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 Cool.
2: Some chess. Maybe it'll all go wrong. Maybe it'll all go right. But if you don't do the queen sacrifice, you're going to sit there and it's going to be ground down and slowly pressured down and lose the game. You're going to lose the game and time's running out. So you better do something drastic now.
1: Uh, hustlers the hustlers' university shop.
2: Maybe you know, can to try not
3: over <laughs> his recording, recording but yep.
2: Then it was. It
0: was... Yeah, it's like. <laughs> This just reminds me of like the Alex Jones shit where like all of it is predicated upon selling bullshit online, right? Like what kind of we, we should go on and like paste some like links to the Hustler shop just so people can kind of see And I can't even I don't even know what's on there, but I can only imagine like what the shirts say. It's going to be hoodies. the love child of Alex Jones and Jordan Peterson.
2: <laughs> I mean, there it is. It was always over. If you leaving is not enough to make her talk to you nicely, how long is she going to sit there until she sucks a new dick? Right. Like, are those few weeks really that much more important? Like, but people just ain't got the balls. They're not prepared to to take the risk. I've I've lost loads of girls doing that shit. But the mm-hmm. ones who stick around are absolutely and utterly compliant. And and that's how you got to be. And this is another reason why I talk about Jesus. how important it is to have numbers as a guy. Lots of guys are like, well, what if I just want one girlfriend? I was like, if you want one girlfriend, you better go fuck twenty chicks. And mm. then you're gonna end up with one good girlfriend. The world we live in now, like I'm, I'm not saying you could. Good girlfriend train a being girl, totally I'm compliant. Some blueprints. Are yes. Than others. So yeah. You need to go out there and you gotta run the game a bit to find one that isn't a complete mess to begin with. Like you're gonna pick something. If you're gonna fall in love with the first girl you bang, she might have a whole host of issues. Why are you dealing mm. with that shit for? You know, yeah. it's like you wanna build a race car, you wanna start with a Ferrari. You don't wanna start with a fucking pedal bike. What's mm. the point. So yeah, like yeah. also having the game and being able to have access to lots of females. It's ultra important, even if you have the, the goal of being the trad, con, one man, one woman, even if that's your goal, you still need to have access to a whole bunch of chicks or you're not gonna have a good selection. Mm-hmm. This is the world we live in now. So yeah. I've had guys email me and say, I don't-
1: Yeah, I mean, I know personally, the way that I go about finding the most well-adjusted women that I wanna be in a long-term relationship with is to go out preening, make sure I'm like super well-dressed, make sure it's all about appearances. Uh, you wanna go to like the hot clubs where all the other very self-absorbed, most vain people are hanging out. You want to talk to them at a purely superficial level and you want to be really standoffish and competitive about the whole thing. It's got to be like a, like a really advanced mating ritual where it's all a big competition from start to finish. And that's how you meet the healthiest, most well-adjusted people that you definitely want to be with forever.
3: Yeah. Uh, I I'm saying this partially to make fun of him, but partially out of a genuine curiosity. I wonder what the age range of women he likes is. Hmm cuz i would assume he likes some young mm-hmm. criminally so yes but without joking at all i th- i think that he has to like want 18 19 20 year olds who uh like and i'm not saying this is like uh young women are this just young f- people are more impressionable and yeah. i can't imagine like somebody who actually has a few years of living
0: under their belt putting up with this bullshit yeah, they've met one Andrew Tate and never again, right? Like, absolutely. You could tell, like guys like this, they have to prey on
1: like women who have not been socialized enough to to see this guy coming from a mile away. And I think yeah. that, like, it's
3: he's dated a lot of girls that were homeschooled. There you go, buddy.
1: he nailed it. Uh, All
0: right, two minutes left to the to the listeners So I didn't know that yeah, this video was but... going to take up our whole hour tonight, but whatever. Yeah.
2: I want to be a player tate i want to be a good man i'm like well you better be a player first mm-hmm. you better be a player first otherwise you're going to struggle you're going to see what you're going to, you're going to double down on the first chick you bang yeah that's, that's a different... i'm joining the marines in the usa what do you think i think you're a fool you're a fool yes <laughs>
1: okay this is un- unironically his only good take he has it for all the wrong reasons but i watched this whole video earlier this last bit is his only good take of the entire thing
3: this is also when he looks the most like pitbull
1: no,
2: yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna go die for what biden i'm trying to protect american freedom yeah you're gonna protect the freedom of those people in nebraska by going over to yemen and bombing some 13 year old farmers Great actually job. based yes yeah. stupid you ain't protecting nothing but profits for companies that don't care about you that will force you to take injections correct you want.
0: well that's that that <laughs> yeah except for the that American. could get into some uh that gets into some uh transphobia shit right there right <laughs> or I, I didn't hear that part well uh, i mean uh, maybe i'm well he's talking about covid i think
3: i'm assuming but yeah, um, I'm, they will use experimental vaccines on army and marines and shit so oh, he's true. actually not even that far off there
0: i gotcha okay my head's in a different place with all like, uh, I, that.
3: i had a friend the, who left the navy because they were going to use an experimental vaccine on him. And he was like, no, fuck that. I'm not taking that. And it, it actually ended up fucking up a lot of people. Oh, damn. yeah. Okay. Well,
1: in that case, maybe he's actually still on.
3: Uh, okay. I I bet he does not know about any of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was getting into like, I guess my headspace is in this whole like turf thing lately where people are talking about, like, it's like a big, big pharma thing to like inject your kids with stuff. To, you know, that's where I thought where he was going with it, you know? So, We'll see if no, that that'll be a whole another hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah let's just... A fool to defend any of these globalist systems. You should only protect yourself and your boys.
0: That's a, a <laughs> red <They're>... flag. <laughs> now we're off <laughs> the rails. You to get
2: rich. I fought for myself, became a world champion, the got some money. Am I going to fight for America? You're not going to get any money. Get your leg blown off.
0: So like again, this is why like off the jump, because I watched it earlier too, Mike. Like this is why I said the individualist thing, right? Because like, yes, like he starts to critique systems, but it's like goes back to fuck you, got mine, right? And like that's that's the American ethos in most ways, right?
3: I like that he had three or four really good takes. Yeah. And then immediately like, no, fuck you, I'll fight for me and my boys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah
1: immediately goes to globalists and then ableism like fuck people who lost a leg it's like okay bro what the hell (laughs) right
2: crowd one leg mr limpy saying well at least i i I served my country and i'm proud and uh, you're mr limpy g for what for biden he doesn't care about you don't be stupid don't be dumb limpathon limp your ass out of my chat
1: yeah that's interesting everybody so glad
3: i know more about this guy now
1: yeah all right well i don't know what do you guys think of that one for a first fuck it we'll do it live i think that's all right it went well not as live as it
3: gets right yeah i i (laughs) uh i mean it went as well as i think it could have considering the guy we were talking about
1: yeah yeah well then we'll wrap it up there everybody check out the intervention podcast check out the cars and comrades podcast of course check out turn leftist and I'm going to try and get everybody together, uh, whoever I can, from other lefty podcasts to do this once a week. And if we can do like a weekly news roundup. Uh, but yeah, if we can have a little fun and not have to put too much effort into it, I think this would be a good thing. Do you guys have anything else before we close it out? Good. Oh nah, man. Thanks for
3: organizing this. I think it'll be fun. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed this one. Hell yeah. Can't wait to do try it again. I'll be a little bit more prepared next time.
1: Yeah, I think we, we, we will have plenty to talk about considering I expected to do like two other topics tonight and we just did the one thing. Well, the world's crumbling around
3: us, so we're not short on things to talk about. Yeah.
1: All right, cool. Everybody let us know what you think of this, and uh, if you guys like it, we will do more. All right, take care, comrades. Take it easy. See y'all.